It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. We're going to start this one. I hope Aston Villa are more professional than I am doing podcasts because one thing you don't do before, just as you hit go live is shove a bar of chocolate into your mouth. And then, especially when it's full of caramel, you now I get stuck to your teeth. And then when the, when, when the entrance, music, entrance music stops, then you're, you, you find yourself just going, trying to get it off yeah. your Anyway, you, you go and take a drink for yourself there because I have an announcement to make. Aston Villa can confirm that Aaron Ramsey has completed a permanent move to Burnley. So, best of luck to Aaron Ramsey. Undisclosed fee, obviously, with that buyback clause, I would imagine. Nothing like that confirmed, but we will find out in due course, I'd imagine. But uh, done and dusted, club have confirmed it. Um, best of luck to Mr. Ramsey um, at Burnley. Hopefully, he won't. Uh, hopefully, he will tear it up there, and Aston Villa will bring him back. But as what I what I was going to say there was, hopefully, he won't be there for long, and we will bring him home. Once again, we've spoken about this, Paddy. I think it's a smart move. I think it's a move that the club needs to start. Club needs to start to get uh, to get become savvy. Um, like even even the the uh, the sales, the rumored or the mooted sales of Keenan Davis. And Jaden Filiji and Bades. Over the course of the next two days, we could bring 20, 20 million in profit in for two, uh, for three youth players, two with buyback clauses, and one. It's to be honest with you, it's a bit of a stretch. Con and Keenan Davis, a youth player, when he's twenty five, he'll be twenty six in uh, in February. <laughs> you know, so that's um, it's it's a bit of a stretch. But he's in his last year of his contract, and um, and uh, I wish I wish all three of them should all three of them end up going the best of luck. And I hope to see the two guys with buyback clauses uh, back at the club very, very soon. It's it's an interesting one because 
it feels, Paddy, that we've thinned out the end of our roster or potentially the middle, I suppose, the, the rotational end of our roster. Before before you move on, I'll just read out what Aaron Ramsey had to say because it's nice and it'd be unfair of us to gloss over it. It said, Tango Villa, my boyhood club and the place I've called home since I was seven. I wanted to come on here and say a massive thank you to everyone at the club, from the staff to the players that I've played with along my, in my career. From the day I stepped into stepped foot inside Bodymore Heath, you have helped me become the man and player I am today. I will be forever grateful and thankful for the path you've put me on in football, the opportunities I've been given. Um, I've had some unforgettable memories that will it'll forever cherish and have made friendships for life. Wishing you all the best for the future, but for now it's on to a new adventure. Aaron Ramsey, fair play, but Joe. for now. But for now, Aaron. But, but for, for now, <laughs> exactly. We will see you. Don't, you don't get comfy. It's there's a reason we we sold you to a club that wore claret and blue, so that when you come back, it'll be easy to know who to pass the ball to. Um, when, when we bring you back, but uh, no, fair play for for such a young man. Seems like he's very grounded. A nice, classy little uh, little message to the club there. Um, and for yeah. somebody who hasn't even made a, a senior professional appearance, he understands the club. Uh, he understands that we know the club. Obviously, his his brother's uh, a, um, an important part of the first team, and uh, that they are the words of a man that is keeping his bridges very much built. Um, is what I would say. And fair play to him. Uh, very very mature statement. Very very mature statement. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit surprised. I'm a little bit surprised at the timing, given that he can play against us now on Sunday. Um, I thought I honestly thought that's what the, that's what we were holding on for to get that fixture out of the way and then let him go. But look, if he's ready to go, we may as well we may as well uh, see how good he is up against us on Sunday if that's the case. But uh, but you're right, it is starting to thin out a little bit. We will we will see uh, we will we will see um, a couple of others leave in in the in the coming days, which will, which will free up some space. You've mentioned Philogene Bedate, you've mentioned Keenan Davis, so. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all moving along, and and hopefully that's a sign of what's going to happen with people coming in. Um, it is it, it is sad to see him go because I did obviously hope, and and you know what, it's not still dead in the fact that we they've spoken about that boy boy back clause. He could eventually play with his two brothers at Aston Villa, and I think that would be incredible. But uh, for now, we have to assume that that won't be the case. And good luck to him. I'd have to say, and this is probably one for Stato, paging Stato, paging Stato to the stream, please. Has there ever been three brothers to play for Aston Villa at the same time? Wait, 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 wait actually, has there ever been three brothers to play for any Premier League team at this? Are, I even go one further. Has there ever been three brothers to play for any English League team? Rod Ray and Danny Wallace. Didn't they play for the same Leeds team, I think? They all play for the one Leeds team. I it's the one so. that, uh, yeah, it's the it's the one that came to my mind. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. anyway, again, we've done it again, Paddy. We're six minutes into the podcast and we haven't spoken about Aston Villa and Hibs, and that's what people came. This to is see. the way the podcast goes, Neil. If they don't like it, they know they can go somewhere else. We're all right. We're all good with it's that. It's the thing. Watching we the had, playback, and you we had breaking news. We had breaking news to break news. just as we came exactly. on. So. There it is. Better. Jacob you, Ramsey you or Aaron Ramsey left the building. 
usually we start the podcast with breaking wind. Some of the times what we speak about is that's what it sounds like. But at least we're breaking news this time. But um, well, the news was a bit better than talking about toffee being stuck in your teeth. So it's all right. Well, it was it was caramel, Paddy. It was caramel. caramel sorry, um, I was more concerned about what was going on on my phone at the time. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Villa Villa are up to up to up to Edinburgh. Uh, to play Hibs um, as uh, we get flung to the upper echelons of Europe uh, to play <laughs> to play in our first European uh, first European game for for uh, donkeys years for thirteen years and four days I think I saw someone uh, put up on the internet today and uh, you know Paddy we called this one we were hoping for it from a good bit out and uh, we got our wish and neither the two of us can bloody go to Edinburgh as things as things transpired I, I would have had a better you know what I would have had a better chance of going if it was always on the Wednesday it was the, the late change to the Wednesday um, completely nearly hamstrung me not that I would have got a ticket but I would have gone and tried to blag a ticket on the, on the street in Edinburgh um, but uh, it's uh, it's going to be a great great occasion for everybody there and uh, it goes up there I, I think the Villa fans are going to be absolutely top notch tomorrow night I'm looking forward to or tomorrow afternoon even half five kickoff so I'm looking forward to seeing it on TV and I'm looking forward to hearing five, the atmosphere 545 just in case yeah. you confuse anybody yeah. 545 look it's uh, it's, got, it's going to be strange to watch a match at that time I always found it really strange coming home from work and Europa League and Conference League games starting at that hour. I suppose Champions League games start at that hour now in in the league oh, yeah. in the league stages as well. So look, um, uh, usually it's usually it's reserved for uh, X team is playing a, um, another team that's maybe on the western side of Russia. That's usually when you get these games five forty five kickoffs in the yeah. Europa League. And uh, I remember what was it Anzi Machalakaka or whatever they were called. Yeah. Yeah, like where, like yeah, where everybody, everybody was had to have an armed guard with them at every at any given time. It was supposed to be an awful lawless spot down by the steps or whatever. I don't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And they no longer but, um, exist. They went out of business a couple of years ago. Mad yeah. stuff. Mad oh, stuff. I, oh, <laughs> what, what do you mean? You mean to say that there's, that there's things over there that are overly inflated with money that nobody knows where it comes from in Russia? What? That's news to me, Penny. <laughs> yeah, that's news to everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to, 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 to tomorrow. And, and look, we, we come up against an old adversary in Lee Johnson. But uh, we'll get onto that in a moment. But but Hibs is a club. Um, always fond of Hibs. 
a proper Scottish club, you know, like well, obviously when you think of when you think of the uh, of the Scottish Premier League, you think of Celtic Rangers, and then the next two that come into my mind always are Hibs and Aberdeen. I don't know why it is. Uh, you know, you'll have the odd uh, Inverness Caledonian Thistle or whatever that will spring to mind, and and there's obviously a lot of brilliantly named clubs in Scotland. I think of all the of all the leagues, uh, Scotland have some brilliantly named clubs. Um, but Hibs are proper, proper clubs. Some of you guys will will have heard in previous podcasts we've done that um, the little town in Limerick that I come from called Ballingarry in the foothills, or sorry, in, just in the shadow of a lovely hill called Knockfearna. The man uh, that set up Hibs uh, came from there, Cannon, uh, Edward Hannon, and uh, he came from Ballingarry and my local football club at home, Ballingarry AFC, of who some of you may remember Anthony Ford. He plays with Wrexham at the moment, played with Wolves when he was 17 in the Premier League under Mick McCarthy. He came from uh, that little football club, uh, Ballingarry AFC. And um, yeah, so the connection between Hibs and, and my hometown is, is is quite large. It's quite big. And, and every year, as I say, there's delegations come over and, and uh, we've had kids uh, we've had young players go over and, and train with Hibs and stuff like that. So for me, this is it, it's I would have loved to be over there, uh, but it's it's always special. I think, you know, when you get to, I've seen a couple of Hibs games in Easter Road um, and, and I do have a connection with them from that point of view as well. So looking forward to tomorrow's occasion for for for, for that reason as well. But they're, they're, they're a team that's really growing, I think, in the back room as well, because they know that they're. They're not going to have the financial might to take on a Celtic or a Rangers. Um, they know they're not going to have that financial financial might. So they've they've gotten a decent backroom team in there, Paddy. I've seen it. Like Brian McDermott, former Reading manager, he's in there as director of football. Um, remember him, the Baldy guy. He's in there as director of football, and and they they seem to have a bit of a a, a structure built up there now at Hibs to try and maybe I don't know bring through players or whatever the case may be. So it's a it's a, it's nice to see that I suppose going on within the Scottish game because. Uh, Look, no matter what way you butter it up, they, they, there needs to be teams to challenge Celtic or Rangers, you know, over the coming, uh, well, needs to be teams to challenge Celtic, really, I suppose, at the moment, you know, over the coming years. And um, and it's nice to see a club that's kind of building, building, building in that in, in that way, bringing proper yeah. football people in. And it, like, it, it's it's a it's a hard sell. You're 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 playing in basically what's a two horse race to try to try and yeah. catch up with the other two. You saw even when when uh, when Rangers went belly up in 2012, um, before the the new club got back into the the Premier League, nobody nobody was able to compete with Celtic, and they won every every league in that time. So, it it, it is it is a difficult one to break, and you're almost playing second fiddle. So this this game for them is huge tomorrow, albeit I don't believe they will have anywhere near enough to cope with us but uh it's um it this to them is like a cup final it's 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 a great occasion for the club it should nearly if it's not be a sellout it should be nearly there um mm. so it's a great it's a great place if, if anyone has, has, has ever got an opportunity to go there it's, it's a lovely place to watch football it's a real old style four stand grounds despite the fact that a lot of the stands are new um the four four uh very steep stands, let's call them around the stadium. It's not a huge stadium. I think about twenty-one thousand is the capacity. Um, but a great place to watch football. Really friendly people. Um, it was the second last game I went to before COVID was a, a football trip. I, I went remember. To and we went to we went to Easter Road, and then our last trip was the trip to Wembley before before lockdown. But uh, yeah, I, I I would have, despite the fact I. I 
make no apology for being a, a Celtic fan. Hibs would have a, a huge soft spot in, in my heart and, and they would always be my second team in Scotland if there is such a thing. But um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm raging I'm not going tomorrow because I think it's a huge occasion for, for Hibs and it would have been nice to be there. It's also, let's not forget, a huge occasion for us. For, for the first time in 13 years, we're back on the European stage. And it's an important game. And the reason it's an important game is I'd love to go and do a number on them tomorrow so that we can relax and watch a few of the fringe players play the following Thursday, which is just a couple of days before we play Liverpool. So we can rest mm. a few players. So that's 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 where I'm at with this one tomorrow. I want to see us go and win and win well and then have a nice festival occasion when we get back next Thursday to Villa Park. Did anyone get the little pun that Paddy put in there? The fringe players? Mm-hmm. Fringe festival going on. Unintentional pun. Yeah, I was thinking it was unintentional. Um, but yeah, I think, look, I, it, a team that we can't take lightly, you know, uh, a team that we, look, I, I think you meet the most ardent Hibs fan on the side of the road and you ask them, they're going, let's go out there and let's try and keep it, keep it tight in, in, in each. No, in fairness, they're going to be, they're, they're going to be through the roof with confidence in, in a way because of what they did to Luzerne. Um, but their league form hasn't exactly been great. Like the last two one to hit to Motherwell at the weekend away at Motherwell, and, and they didn't play great. Their midfield was completely and utterly steamrolled. Um, I uh, I saw highlights of it. I watched highlights of it, and uh, their midfield was completely and utterly steamrolled. Um, that guy that they signed on loan from United, Will Fish, is it the defender? He was, yeah. oof, he made a bad error in that game as well uh, at the weekend, and um. In goal, uh, what you call him in goal, David Marshall in goal as well. Uh, didn't exactly cover himself in glory either throughout the course of the game. So they're, they're big players. Some of the big players that the David Marshalls, the Lewis Stevenson, who was like 450 odd caps for Hibs, one team man. Um, you know, they didn't really uh, light up uh, at, at the weekend away to Motherwell. Now, maybe they could have been looking towards this game as well here. They've been a lot better in Europe than they have been in even in their, their um, off season, pre season form. It's been a lot better in Europe than it has been in those preseason games, and certainly has been in the start of the, the start of the season so far. So maybe they're looking for the big night to try and do some uh, to to try and take this to Aston Villa. But there's some good players in the team, Paddy. There are some good players and and some players that that definitely deserve attention, like Vente, the 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 striker that they have up front, the new striker that they've signed. He scored two goals in three games, or two goals in four games, should I say? But they brought him in from Roda JC. In the Eerste yeah. the second division of the of uh, the the Dutch league, and he scored like 19 goals last season. I think he scored like 24 the year before. So he knows where the back of the net is. He's come into Hibs. I think he only signed 24 hours before they played Luzern in the first leg. Maybe the second leg must have been the second leg. I'd say, and he banged one in. You know, so he knows where the back of the net is. Although he wasn't wasn't particularly great at the weekend. Uh, need mm. to keep need to mind him. Alex Lafondra, people might remember him, Reading player Adam. back in Adam, sorry, Adam, 2011, I think, or t- to 2014. I think it was when they were just they they had uh, almost solidified themselves in the Premier League, and he played there. And he scored quite a lot of goals for them as well. So look, he's 36 or 37 years of age. So um, uh, you know, yeah, but still, you know, good he's before, a good bit before that. He was, uh, it was, um, oh, it was 2011, yeah. But Adam Lafondra had the record for most amount of touches in the opposition's box that I led to goals like in Premier League yeah. history until Erling Haaland broke it last year. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. go. 
Yeah, I would not. Uh, when you say I don't do my Yeah, I would no. That's 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 projection on your on your behalf because I don't do my homework, so I just say you don't do it to make myself feel better. Um, but they've got like they've got Belgian under twenty ones, former Belgian under twenty ones, Rocky Bushiri. Um, their centre half. He's uh, he didn't play at the weekend. Former Belgian under twenty one. Um, yeah. So like, there's 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 players in the team. Jack Doyle Hayes, yeah. former Villa player, former Irish under twenty one. Uh, inside exactly. in there as well. And obviously the blue nose Joe Newell, Joe Newell, who said that there's a picture of him in a Villa shirt. And who Neil Lennon might have alluded to by being a man to to throw an old sly dirty tackle in on John McGinn to slow him down. And I'll tell you, if he does, I'll fly to Edinburgh myself. And as he's getting off the field, I'll be the man to meet him with a crack of a fist into the side of the head. Because Neil Lennon shouldn't be telling anyone to go out and injure anybody in the field, regardless of who they are. So, shut it, Lennon. Or you have me this to is, deal with. This is unfortunately what, uh, what the former footballer has started to do. And you, you see it on talk sport every day. People... Talking absolute tripe like that is no good for anybody. But having said all that, it, it was it was it was half in jest as well. I must say, yeah, of course it was. But like that's that that's the old soil of what you'd expect to see without it being spoken about. But this this don't don't get me wrong in 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 me saying that I expect us to go and win well. This won't be an easy tie to just go and steamroll Hibs because it's a completely different outlook on football. There's a lot of kick and rush. There's a, a lot of physicality, um, albeit against a weak, a weak enough side, uh, either way over the hill, as in a 38-year-old goalkeeper and, and two two others, they're back four. Oh, well whoa, whoa, whoa. 38 is not over the hill, Paddy. He's older than you, Neil. <laughs> I think he is by, by days or months or whatever. But yeah, well, Neil, I've news, news for you. You're over the hill as well, whether you like it or not. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, yeah, look, I, I think I think our our Premier League fitness will will stand to us in the end, but we need to be patient. It's going to take a lot to to break to break them down at the start. I would imagine they'll lock up very tight in that midfield, reduce us to to balls out wide to try and put them into the box where they'll probably mop up a, a lot early on. So hopefully we can get at them early and, and get that early goal and settle the nerves. And I think if we score early, we'll score very very often tomorrow. Yeah, they're they're definitely going with a three five two. Or realistically, I suppose probably five, four, three six. I tell, yeah, it's a three six one even. I think they need to they need to stifle midfield. Every team Villa are going to play this season are going to do going to have this going to have at least one spy on Bubakar Kamara and Douglas Louise to pressure the living Jesus out of them whenever they get the ball. I, I shared a clip of, of Pau Torres being able to dictate play and slow things down. Now, obviously, the press was nowhere near existent from Everton in that clip. And I think we'll be given time on the ball with our defenders like that because I think they know we're, they're going to be comfortable with going wide against any team. I think every single team in the league is going to be comfortable with every other team in the league taking the ball wide, especially if they're able to get back and to, to set their defensive formation. What they don't want in that instance is people to be able to play that ball into the intermediate, into the short level or shorter intermediate level, into the sixes, into the pivots, and let them get turned. That's just basic football 101. But I think with Villa, it's probably even more pronounced. And I think that's what we're going to see it see tomorrow. I think uh, I think uh, Newell, I think Levitt, I think Jago, I think those guys are going to be really pushing up. There's going to be a spy at every single opportunity to stop that straight ball, that straight 10, 15 yard ball that we like to play, whether it be from our goal goalkeeper or from our centre halves because I think they'll they will be able to take frustration 
they, or they will be able to frustrate Villa or they will be able to take solace. And if, let's just say they go in at halftime nil all and they stop that ball, that will be massively job done for, for Hibs. And for a lot of the teams we expected to beat this season, that's what their, their, their main thing would be. Do not let them play that 10, 15 yard ball. Do not let Douglas Louise get turned. Do not let John McGinn get turned because not only, it's not even about that that ball as such, but it's about the movement that happens off that ball. I've I spoke to Paddy today. I was going to release another tactical piece. I enjoy doing these tactical pieces. You you, you guys will will know that I, I've mentioned a couple of times I want to put them on on uh, YouTube, but I can't because I'll get hit with copyright strikes and the channel will be taken down and we won't be able to have the crack like we're having now. But on Twitter it seems to be okay, so I'm going to put it up until they start knocking on my door on Twitter anyway. Um. And just talk about little things that I see, uh, and I've I've noted a very specific attacking formation that Villa t- Villa um, take up. They've done it all through the through the uh, the the off season in the preseason games. They did it against Newcastle and they did it against Everton as well. It just goes to show the great coaching that Unai Emery does because the way that the the attack moves in unison is is it, it's actually it's it's really cool. Uh, when, when you look at it, when you spot it, when you spot it happening, um, so I, I might put some note uh, on that tomorrow. But uh, the reason that I think these guys are going to go with that that type of midfield is because if you can stifle that straight ball into into midfield, it uh, it means that we have to go wide, and then it's it's a lot more difficult to get our, our attacking formation going. And that's why the when Una Emery came in last season, the, the Emmy Brandias of this world, well. Demi Brundia, should I say, not of this world because he was on our team. He was able to get in and find those little spaces. And then when McGinn went up and found those little spaces in, in front of uh, in front of Watkins, they were very pivotal because they allow us to fan out and they allow us to get that formation, that attacking formation that we want set when that ball goes in there and it allows us to create pre-prescribed moves at times. You can actually see it. It's like pre-prescribed moves um, in our attack and it's it's actually really cool to see. So I uh, might throw something up on that if I get time to do it tomorrow. But um. I think that Hibs will 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 look to get us into in at halftime nil all, and to do that they're going to stifle. They're going to try and stifle Douglas Louise and Bubakar Kamara and see if they can pick up a scrap then at the back, um, through Vente or through Boyle or through through Do- Doige. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, Doig, yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that's what they'll do. Um, Paddy, talk to me about Go on, so let's talk about Lee Johnson. I actually, it just passed me by when it happened, so I don't have a lot to say. Not, not that I bloody care what he, what he's at, but uh, um, I honestly can't remember what went on at the time. That's that's how little uh, it it uh, occurred to me. 
We've been oh, waiting for I that, that comment. We've been waiting on that comment to come for a long time, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Keane, yeah, Terry Keane. Anybody who's early nineties <laughs> Irish politics might uh, will be will be uh, or even even uh, showbiz will will know about Terry Keane and Charlie Hawhey. Yeah, um, I kicked yeah. in that by mistake. It was only my pa- I thought you popped it up there, Paddy. So I must have kicked no, it up by mistake. No, no. I um, I actually, if you remember the day I sent you a picture of the two jerseys on the wall, I said to you. Will anyone get the Terry Keane reference? And we said our old mate Noel Connaughton was sure to mention Charlie Hockey. <laughs> but the only connection to Charlie Hockey is I went to the same school as him. That was it. <laughs> Did you go to say, oh, well, yeah, two of you, that's where you learned your tricks. So, um, <laughs> it's, uh, but, but yeah, look, the Lee Johnson thing, I'm, I'm only saying it in jest as well because it just, it was funny. Like he just happened to catch us on a, on a day where we were remembered. What he said as a fan base, um, and I just think I just think he's, I think he does come across as arrogant, um, but that there's no law against that, if you know what I mean. And and uh, I think I think a lot of football fans, not not just Villa fans, but I think a lot of football fans up and down the league, they like to hate him because his father Gary Johnson was obviously manager. He managed him, and then it was a case of Gary Johnson left and, and and Lee Johnson just more or less kind of stepped into the shoes afterwards and it was a, it was a sense of nepotism I think at times um uh, between the two of them there so uh, yeah I, I don't particularly mind him but he just did catch it in a bad day where everybody remembered what he said um with regards to their traveling fans and uh, I think it's something that we've we've never really left behind but I'm sure he'll be told tomorrow what, what did he say did. It was just like apparently that we 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 just kind of put them up into the gods and we we didn't treat our fans right or whatever or something silly like that. I can't even remember the exact right. context, of it, but uh, yeah, something like that. But um, yeah, it was uh, it's just one that Villa fans seem to remember, and uh, and I'm sure he's going to get a ribbon for it tomorrow, um, when when Villa when he does take to the field. But uh, he's uh, yeah, look, he's he, he's he's doing he's doing a pretty decent job with them there specifically, I suppose, realistically getting them into Europe last season, and he's and the job he's done in Europe so far has been has been decent as well. But uh, hopefully, Villa bring that to a shuddering halt tomorrow, um, when we do take to the field at, at Easter Road. Anything else, Paddy? That we can think no, of uh, Jin JVFC said he was also complaining about FFP and stuff when we played. Him. Oh, yeah, that, he was. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I remember. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, it, we, we put them up in the gods in Villa Park because it, they, they hadn't got enough fans to fill the way in. That, that's all that was. But uh, he was deflecting from that that they brought feck all fans to Villa Park there. Oh, I remember. What do you make of the of the Hibs fans buying buying up the the sections beside the away section uh, at Villa Park? <laughs> Did you hear about that today? Oh, yeah, I, 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 I said fair play though, but you know I don't. I say that in jest. But Jesus, like it's clear as day that they targeted those areas beside the away beside the away fans because you couldn't get a seat there for love nor money. Mm. So I'd imagine when all the fan IDs were being checked <laughs> at the ticketing office, they were like. Wait a minute, this Bro, is the first time. Brand new fan ideas. Yeah. 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 No, well, apparently anybody that's uh, that that's given a Scottish Scottish address with their fan ID is, is gonna have their tickets uh, refunded Checks. and and it no, it'll be refunded and they, and they won't even the one there's no point in even bother to travel. Like there's there's a lot of play here. The, the last time a Scottish team came to, to Villa Park, the place was absolutely wrecked and the neighborhood was wrecked. They need to be really, really careful. They need to make sure they have 
adequate um, adequate policing, um, adequate segregation. So to have a huge bulk of of Hibs fans in the in the home end is a bad idea. Like it, it only takes one Villa fan to turn, and all of a sudden everybody bails in as well. So you've got you've got to be mindful of all these things. Look, I'd I'd have no uh, I'd have no problem. Uh, I'd have no problem with with extra fans in there if if we're not selling our full our full allocation and 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 the same with a lot of people. There's a lot of Villa fans going up there with no tickets, which is worrying a little bit because what are they, what are they going to do with their time sitting watching the match at, at that time of the evening when everyone's coming home from work? There's there's a lot of play here. Um, but I hope everybody that goes uh, behaves themselves and enjoys it the best way. Um, you know, it's 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 a great occasion for both clubs. It, it's potentially a you know it could be a fiery encounter on the pitch. Let's not have that off the pitch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Look at the end of the day, as what what was it that was said, Paddy? It's the most important of the least important things. Um, at the end of the day, and um, and and everybody deserves to go and watch a match and come home. Uh, safe and healthy and and we hope that is the case and we've no reason to believe that it won't be the case but we still hope it is the case as, as well um i think that's kind of going to do it for us i see a lot of people have been speak i've been looking on social media um to know where this game is going to be shown it is on the bbc iplayer you will find it in bbc iplayer you'll also find it in bbc scotland um if you can avail of bbc scotland wherever you are um that's where you'll find it as well and bbc west midlands have audio commentary of the game on their um, on the radio station as well. So um, you won't be without uh, an opportunity or, or the ability to watch the game um, if you go to one of those places or at least listen to the game. If you're stuck in work or something like that and you want to listen to the audio, it will be on BBC West Midlands as well. So um, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Half five is fantastic. Be finished by half seven. Still gives you a chance to get out, walk the dog afterwards. But actually, I, actually you won't because you'll have to watch the the post-match show that we're going to be doing directly at the final whistle and the team sheet tantrum, which is going to be on at um, team sheet tantrum, which is going to be on at 25 what, 25 to 5 tomorrow, team sheet tantrum. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, you spend all your time looking to get into Europe and technically we're not in European competition proper yet. It's still a playoff okay. round, but you know, it's 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 fantastic occasion, and I think it's going to be made even more special by the traveling fans tomorrow. Um, to um, shortish distance to um up to Edinburgh, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it, I'd love to be over there as well. But um, yeah, it's going it's going to be a great occasion, and uh, and and Villa are going to win. I'm, I fully believe it, and I'm going to say Villa are going to come out of this with a three 0 win. Nicholas Zaniola to score two goals in his debut. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be magic? Wouldn't it be magic? Uh, a lot of people in the comments um, talking about Philippe Coutinho there for a while as well. So, uh, wish him all the best. Hopefully, the injury is not too bad and it will only be three to four weeks. Fingers crossed for him. Um, other than that, I don't have too much to say. The club hasn't come out and said exactly. I know it takes a few days to really... Uh, settle down a hamstring injury if that's what it is before they can actually determine how bad the tear is so we might hear more on that tomorrow when, when Unai speaks to the press yeah I think so too um, best to look to him you know uh, he initially thought it was only going to be a two or three week thing um, Unai in the post match after the game um, that came out after the 
after the post-match even, I suppose, really, like because I thought at the time, going by what the commentators were saying, and I should know better. I know I should know better than to, than to go by what commentators say. But, um, you know, there was it looked like he was in quite a, quite a degree of pain. And it looked like the, the, the training staff were reluctant to move him at times. Um, so that's what got me thinking that it could be could be a rather serious injury. But um, mm. yeah, we'll see what comes out. We'll see what the situation is because uh, you know if and I'm going to be very very flippant and blunt about it. Like if we're not going to sell him, we might as well use him, um, and uh, he might as well be a, a part of the of the rotation there in that in that that number ten role. So um, better to be looking at looking at him than looking for him. I think um, because if he's injured, it's the worst of both worlds for us. Um, so yeah. uh, best to look to him, and hopefully his his injury. Hopefully and, and I suppose our saving your saving graces we're we're not too far off having Jacob Ramsey back either. Hopefully after the international break, uh, I believe himself. He's and... in the boot at the moment still, but is he still? Yeah, there was a, there was a picture of him with John Duran um, uh, in the dressing room after the game, okay. and he was still wearing a protective boot. But he was it looked like he didn't have any crutches. He was just walking around with a boot on. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and well, we did see Alex Moreno's yeah. back training. Uh, well, back running in straight lines anyway. So that's that's always a a, a a good thing. And he's on the grass as opposed to on the treadmill. So good luck to him as well. We we shouldn't be too far away from seeing him back, even on the on on playing five side or, or getting involved in the in in the everyday training. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we will be back, as we said, 10 to 10 minutes to quarter to five. And for anybody who's not, who doesn't have a time to brain, like myself, 4.35 tomorrow, we will be here with a team sheet tantrum. And uh, yeah, delighted to, to, to be doing it and looking forward to seeing um, to seeing who who Unai picks. We might even see some players, players like Den Donker might, uh, you know, might see a different center half partnership. Who knows? Uh, but it will be it will be interesting, yeah. And as Alan's or as Matt says, Paramount Plus in the US tomorrow for the game as well, and for all the conference leagues. If you are abroad or if you can avail of a streaming service um, from the United States, that's where you're going to get your 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 game for tomorrow. But as I say, we will be back four thirty five tomorrow with a team sheet tantrum, and we will go live directly at the final whistle for our uh, our post match review. And we hope you will be able to join us uh, as well. So in the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Here's hoping for an Aston Villa win tomorrow and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.